Welcome to Network Marketing Breakthroughs Podcast with Rob Sperry, where you will hear stories and strategies to help increase sales in your business. Let's level up your network marketing business with your host, Rob Sperry. All right, some of you know how obsessed I am with masterminds. I first read about it in the book, Think and Grow Rich, how he would always mastermind and the power of masterminding. So years ago, I started doing it and it just made all the difference for my business. I understand that collaboration is the new competition and there's just something special about being in a room with people chasing their goals and their dreams. So I started doing it on a monthly basis for me personally. And it's such an impact in my business and in my life that I thought, you know what? It's time to create my own masterminds to help out the network marketing profession. So I do about four masterminds a year. I have a six-figure breakthrough mastermind. That's for those that haven't made six figures yet, but aspire to make six figures. We literally map everything out on a whiteboard. Any question that you want answered, I've got tons of content all prepared, but at the same time, I want to make it specifically about you so that you can have the breakthrough. And then after that, we go around any specific questions that people have and insights people have. We dive in deep. So this isn't surface type training. I love doing Facebook Lives. I love doing podcasts, but it's hard to go deep. This, this is where you will come out as a changed person and it will make a huge difference for your business. I, I am not more passionate about anything, anything, anything that isn't a mastermind. Masterminds for me is by far the thing that I am most passionate, most excited, most confident in just because I've seen the results. Over 100 people have attended masterminds. And so far, it's been every single one has given it a five-star review as far as in an anonymous survey. So I'm telling you, I would do whatever it takes. Go to www.mastermind.robsbury.com. Usually the latest one is posted there. If not, there's an application as well, and we can keep you posted on those details. But you're going to want to put that on your bucket list of something you want to make happen right now. For those of you that are listening that are top earners, you're going to have to reach out to me personally because I do six and seven figure inner mastermind retreats all over the world. One of the latest ones we did was in Maui. We're running out a $50 million mansion for the next one. So we do those all over the world. But I'm just telling you, masterminds is where it's at. And this is what's going to help you to have that breakthrough and take your business to the next level. So we've hit a ton on my podcast on customer service, the important customer service. We've given you different takes on follow-ups, on social media, and different perspectives. And today's guest, we're going to hit on a couple of those things, but I'm actually really excited on the customer service aspect and the importance of actually having that top-notch customer service and making things happen. So our guest, she has been in the network marketing profession for almost five years. She's been with her current company for two and a half years, and she's absolutely crushing it. In two and a half years, she has a team that has over 3,800 people. It's probably much more than that now because every day it feels like it's just going through the roof with what you're doing and you're in the top, top one percentile. I always get the top one percentiles on these podcasts is I love hearing their unique perspective. She's got some crazy fun toddlers. We just shared our, uh, a little bit about our kids before we got on this podcast, but she has girls that are 
seven and five years old, and your husband is British. I go to the UK at least twice a year, but I still haven't mastered that British accent, even though I think their accents are way, way cooler than ours. <laughs> but why don't you start with, because I, I really want to get to know you a little bit, Amber, and your story. What were you doing? And then we'll get into a little bit on you know, some of these fun topics and, and teach people the importance of customer service and how they can actually have that within their teams and how that will help them build their customer clientele as well as just their business overall. But why don't you tell us a little bit, what were you doing prior to network marketing? Well, thank you for that introduction. That was quite an introduction. I'm so excited to be here today. Let's see, before network marketing, I was a corporate girl. I worked for the man. I was a national account manager. I ran some really big accounts within a, a Fortune 500 company. And honestly, it just it didn't fulfill me quite the same way that network marketing does. I always knew that something was sort of missing in that creative freedom and that just ability to set my own limits. So that's about the time that I looked into network marketing and, and I remember I made my first sale and this light bulb went off and I'm like, that was the coolest thing in the whole world. <laughs> and so it did you think, I mean, you said you were looking for something more. What was your opinion of, if you had any, of network marketing when you were in the corporate world? Well, honestly, I didn't know a whole lot about it. I didn't really know what it was. And then I saw some friends were, they were posting pictures of some makeup back in the day. And I was like, well, what is that? And then I kept seeing them post, thank you for your order. Thank you for your order. Thank you for your order. And then that caught my eye. I'm like, what is that girl doing? And I just, ever since then, I think it is the coolest industry out there. That's to me, unique perspective, because I always teach that people, we see the world through our eyes, and by that I mean whatever limiting beliefs or insecurities we have, we feel like other people have those. So for me, living here in Utah and knowing about network marketing, I felt like everybody knew network marketing and everybody had a bad opinion of network marketing. And it's just another, I don't know, it's another validation that typically we project our own insecurities. So the other thing I teach is wherever you get the most objections, it's typically a direct reflection of your insecurities. So if you get the money rejection all the time, your own insecurity there. If you get the products too expensive or whatever it is, doesn't matter what it, or network marketing objection, mm -hmm. it's typically we feed into those objections because of our own insecurities. So that just, helped give me some massive, massive reminders there. And hopefully everybody is listening a little bit of insight on that. Now you've crushed it in the customer business, which I love. That's probably one of my favorite things to highlight this year, just because that's where the industry is headed and everyone does it in a different way. How have you had so much success with customers and what is your customer service perspective or what is your customer service strategy or what is your customer service model that you're absolutely using that helps you to have success? Well, so for me, 
And one thing that has worked amazing in my business and one thing I always emphasize to our team is just the power of a private message or the power of creating that relationship. And the more you can connect with somebody on a personal level, the, the more they're going to be excited to hear from you. And a lot of times people will buy with emotion and justify it later. So when you're building those personal connections and you're getting to know your customers, it's going to make such a difference. I always make an effort to friend request my customers and I get to know them and I might say, oh my gosh, they have a little girl, she's seven. And next time they order from me, I might throw a little extra goodie in the package for her daughter. And in fact, I did it the other day. I gave one, a little girl a Pez dispenser for Frozen and it was small for me and we had them around the house because we had a birthday party, but for her, it was so thoughtful and it really made her day. And that customer has been so loyal to me and has given me so many referrals from that one small little gesture. What are quick things that you can do to be able to get to know people in just a, an authentic way? I know the word authentic can be overused. So just think in a real way. What's, what's a quick way you can get to know people and, and build that trust? Because obviously sometimes People are, are spammy, pammy, right? And it's like right away and you're just like, oh, don't do that. And other people are way, way, way too long and they're never going to have success. And so you found a way to connect quickly with people. What would be some tips that you would teach for people to be able to connect quickly? Yeah, sure. I always sort of scroll their Facebook profile and I look for things that we have in common. Um, you know, if they're a girl mom, I'm a girl mom. So I might, you know, we, we have that in common or I look for little things that we can bond over. Maybe they like to go to Disney world and we love to go to Disney world or we were just there and I could offer some travel advice. So whatever it is, I, I always go in it with the intention of making the connection and getting to know the person versus anything product related. So you found a way to quickly connect because you find that point of reference, you find that common ground, you find that common connection. So that way it's real, it's not fake. These are people you don't wanna be friends with anyways. These are people that, and friends doesn't mean, hey, let's hang out every single day. It's just people that you'd have normal conversation with, you know, wherever you're at, people that, where that happens randomly. And now it's just finding a way to just be more deliberate with it. I had a, a really, really good friend, very successful friend. And he said, he's one of the best network, he's actually the best networker that I know. And he's not network marketing, just crazy amounts of success. And he said to me, he said, Rob, we we're doing this private masterminds, him and it was three other people, all different industries. And he said, why would you not be deliberate on who you choose to associate with and be friends with? Why would you just randomly always be friends and closest connection with those that live close to you? If we know the power of the law of association, he said, yeah, and there's nothing wrong with that. You should choose. You're going to choose the people that you want to date and eventually marry. You're going to choose, you know, if you're picking a specific coach for any industry or sport or anything. So it's the same thing with the law of association. And so creating that, finding those people, figuring out who you migrate towards, and then creating that, that close connection makes a difference. Now you keep it extremely positive on your social media. I feel like you do attraction marketing the right way. People want to be around you and actually migrate to your style, your personality, which is the goal. The world has way too many people that are just so they don't stand out and you stand out. So 
How do you utilize Facebook? Because it's where you've built the vast majority of your business. How do you utilize Facebook and leverage Facebook to build such a large organization? Yeah, well, exactly as you just said, you choose who you want to associate with. And I think that whole, you know, the whole cliche of your vibe attracts your tribe is really true. And for me, my ideal customer is me. So who better to market to? I already know what I like. <laughs> so it's easier to reach out and find those people. Now on Facebook, oh my gosh, there's so many, um, you know, there's so many stories of this person's not well, or this happened, or politics, or any kind of thing. And people don't come to Facebook for that. People come to Facebook for to be uplifted, to be inspired, to be motivated. And anytime that you can be the light in somebody's day, you should. And that's not to say that we all don't have bad days, but keep that off Facebook. And that is what your best friend is for. <laughs> that is what a, a text or a phone call is for. It's not for Facebook. So people come to you to be the bright spot in their days. So give them that light and that encouragement. What you just said there actually hit me hard where you said that your perfect customer is you. Mm -hmm. You know you, you know your style, you know what resonates with you. And so trying to be somebody different can be much, much harder because now you're trying to think, well, what do I say? How do I say this instead of just being you? And just the way that that was phrased, because that's one of the top questions of people trying to figure out social media and what to post and who to attract. And typically when you look at one's organization, they're most likely to be like the person that is the leader of the team. Not always, there's always differences, I get that, but they're most likely to be like that person because they're attracted to who that person is as far as the leader goes. Now, you've also had a ton of success with your follow-up system and strategies, and everybody has different strategies and different systems and different ways of organizing and different ways of, of making things happen. The main thing is, is just having one. That's why I love always saying successful people just do the basics better and learning the basics from each different leader because I also think good leaders have vision, great leaders give vision. So I wanna learn to better convey that vision to everyone. So I'm really curious on what are some of your strategies for your follow-up system? Sure. Well, so one thing in the beginning that I sort of learned the hard way is I would follow up with somebody once, maybe even twice. And if I didn't close the sale or it didn't go my way, I would get really discouraged. And I'd be like, well, I don't want to bother them anymore. So I won't. But what I've actually learned is only about 3% of sales are made on the first or second contact the real magic happens between the fifth and the 12th contact. And so before then, sometimes it's easy to get discouraged and to give up. So I, the more I've learned that follow-up is so crucial and to, to follow through with the follow-up. Um, I try to do a, you know, a two, a two day, a two week, a two month, and then I check in with people like the dentists, you know, once every six months, depending on our last conversation. And, you know, I'm a big, I know there's different apps. I'm a big Excel fan. I just open it up, type it in, set a reminder, and I, and I go. Um, I have 14 notebooks <laughs> around my house because for me, I like to physically cross things off too. Um, 
So I think it's just not necessarily that my system with it is better, but I think it's just finding a system that works for you that you'll stick to. And you're tracking everything. I mean, yes. How, how can you have success if you aren't tracking, if you aren't measuring? And it's just, it's just, people are not, I can't say this enough. People are not treating their network marketing business like a business. They are treating it like net lottery, ticket marketing, net hoping, net wishing, net dreaming around. And they are trying to find those people to do the work that they're not willing to do anymore. And they, they're just wasting so much time. And that's why I'm so adamant that, yeah, anyone can do it. But I know sometimes we roll our eyes when we hear, anyone can do this, right? It's like, well, they want to know, well, tell me how, show me how, show me why. And that's the main purpose of these podcasts is to quickly just hear other people's stories, their communication style, so you can become a better communicator going back to the good leaders have vision, great leaders give vision. So last question that I have, and this has been really insightful, different analogies, different ways, like even how you just said, just like a dentist checks in every six months. And can I tell you this last week with our team, we did a, I did a customer care because I was, I was big into the follow-up last week. And so I, I decided I did a customer care challenge with them. And I challenged them all to reach out to 30 of their past customers, or if they didn't have 30, however many they had. And at first they all looked at me like I was crazy. And they're like, you want me to do how many? And then I can't tell you just reading through everybody commenting how many people were so excited. They had gotten new sales, they had gotten new bookings and and the people who they reached out to were so genuinely happy that they were thinking about them and took the time out to reach out to them. And to me, that was so, so incredible. Just taking the time. It's, it's so simple and makes such a huge difference as they're going about making things happen. So if you were to, there's always a couple of questions I like to ask my guests. If you were to start all over again right now, what's the one thing that you wish you would have known if you were coaching yourself day one right now and you could sit down and have a conversation and maybe sum up your strategies or systems or mindset or beliefs or whatever it is in less than a minute, what would that advice be? And I always preface it because I know sometimes when leaders are put on the spot, it can change because I know it is for me. Someone asked me a question on, well, what does it take to be successful? And I say one thing, and then a month later, someone listens to another podcast, and I, I say <laughs> a different variation. I don't know. Maybe just listen to this book, or watch this Facebook Live, or this leader just said that, right? We're always evolving. We're not, we're not like the politicians that are switching sides. <laughs> we're just evolving. That's a better way to say it. So what would that tip be? What would that conversation be with yourself? Oh my gosh, that is a great question. Uh, I think the first thing I would tell myself is you're going to have tough days. It's not all going to be rainbows and butterflies and puppies. Um, But what you do on those tough days and when you get up and you work and you do those things that make you uncomfortable is going to make you grow. Um, Momentum breeds momentum. So the more momentum you have right off of the gate, the more that's going to snowball into more momentum. So I would say go as hard and fast as you can and plan for when things go wrong or things don't go your way and dust your shoulder off, get back up and keep going as fast and hard as you can. (laughs) So simple and so vital and so 
just crucial to understand that because it's a success principle. Remember, everything worthwhile is always harder than we think it's going to be. And as much as you teach your teams on skills and systems, it's so important that they understand this perspective. That's what it is, is perspective when they begin. That's why I'm so big on analogy and just quick points of reference, like how you said the dentist every six months instantly makes sense to people because they go, yeah, well, that's what it is. And that's why we're reading the Bible, so many different analogies. And that's why I love to give so many analogies on real businesses take three years to turn a profit, how long it takes to become a doctor and how long it takes to create, you know, this and that, just different things you talk about network marketing. It all makes sense. So thank you so much, Amber. I appreciate you coming on. I appreciate you making time. I appreciate you sharing your insights. Where can our guests find you on the wonderful world of social media? Oh, well, thank you so much. This has been an absolute pleasure. And you can find me on Facebook. I'm Amber Lambert Spence. <laughs> simple, simple. And Instagram as well? Amber underscore Spence underscore. Throw them all out. You never know. Everyone's yeah. crushing on different platforms. LinkedIn, or even Twitter, right? There's so many, but yeah. find that one platform, focus on it. And then you can expand as you go. So yeah. thank you again, Amber. We appreciate you and we appreciate your time. And we appreciate your insights. Oh, thank you so much for having me. Thanks so much for tuning in and listening to my podcast. If you're loving the podcast, make sure you go smash that subscribe button so you don't miss any of the latest and greatest podcasts. And as always, please go leave a five-star raving review. And then the last thing I always want to mention to all that listen to podcasts is if you go to www.robsperry.com, I have tons of free content there to help you out to build your network marketing business.